there is nothing else that feels better truly for me than than offering some type of loving healing energy to someone death of ego fear in terms of my career and in terms of speaking up and just sharing how I'm feeling. We're going to be cultivating our warrior goddess selves and your warrior goddess self is who goes after what she wants. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to Acting My Age. So fucking glad you're here. Just a few things I wanted to pop in and say. If you like this podcast and you want to support it and support me, one thing that you can do is leave a positive review on the iTunes page. Reviews and positive reviews help the podcast get noticed and spread around and will allow more people to listen to it. And that would be so fucking sick. So thank you guys so much. If you feel called to leave a review, I would absolutely appreciate it. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Hello, friends. I'm back. I'm so excited to be back. Oh my goodness. Happy season three, by the way. Uh, I was taking such a long break. I decided I should just change the cover art and boom, come back better than ever with a new season. So welcome to season three. Um, Wow. Yeah. So much to talk about. So much to catch you up on. Um, Just went through the most transformational, mind-blowing, heart-opening, reality crumbling experience of my life thus far. So yeah, thank you for giving me the space and the love to take some time off because I knew that if I had just jumped right back in the podcast, I would have word vomited all over everybody. And I want to be very intentional with um, how I ease back into it. So thank you guys for giving me that space. And I miss you so much. I hope you all are doing really well. And let's just get into the episode. Welcome back, fam. Okay, so where to even start? I've been trying to figure out how exactly I want to talk about my experience because there are a lot of parts of it that I want to keep sacred and just for me, and I don't feel comfortable sharing um, with many people at all, really. I want to keep them sacred. So like, how do I talk about what happened without sharing some of the more, um, you know, close sacred details like close to me details. So I went to a fit for service summit, which fit for service is a spiritual um, fellowship and it is created, founded by Aubrey Marcus. Um, you guys might know him from his podcast or he founded on it, which is a like workout fitness company. He founded that with Joe Rogan and he is he's a very successful man, but he also is a very spiritual man and he is dedicated to, um, serving the collective. And the whole point of fit for service is to bring people together to, um, that are dedicated to living this life, um, to be fit for service, to help serve the collective, help serve humanity, help raise the vibration and bring more light to this world to literally be fit to serve this world. So that's the intention with the group. And, um, I applied a while ago and I was super nervous and I got in and I just went to my first summit. So, wow. Yeah, it was, it was completely ineffable, completely indescribable, the things I experienced are just (laughs) astounding. Like I am so fucking grateful for everything that I experienced. And, um, a lot of it, like there was definitely transformation within the actual workshops of during the summit, but most of the big moments for me happened outside of the workshops. They happened with people that I met who became fast friends and teachers for me, people who I just connected with, shared a very close, you know, close emotional bond with. And, um, also a lot of dancing, dancing became a big, uh, just arena for 
the divine (laughs) to flow through me. And I've always loved dancing. I think a lot of you guys know that, but I had never done an ecstatic dance before this trip. And I ended up doing two ecstatic dances and then another dance party with the whole summit, um, with the whole 150 people in this, um, fellowship summit. So, um, yeah, I had some really profound experiences each time I danced and, Um, I also experienced two plant medicine ceremonies recently that were also just, uh, delicious, (laughs) delicious and completely filled with light and love and, um, yeah, indescribable. So I've just been through a lot of, um, like very, very profound spiritual growth and just life altering experiences. And in a short amount of time, I was just talking with my friend Emma last night, telling her about my whole story with what I experienced. And she was like, Oh my God. And like to think you just started this journey like eight months ago. And I was like, wait, really? Eight months ago. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I really did. Like I really started getting into spirituality and discovering myself and like finding my voice and my truth and my light like eight months ago. (laughs) That's so insane. It's happening so fast. Like I'm, I'm peeling back so many layers so, so, so fast. And yeah, it's been, um, it's been hard coming back into regular life, like after the summit and so much so that it's, it's everyone talks about it, like the post summit depression, because you're around 150 people who genuinely love you, even if they've never talked to you, like they love you unconditionally like let that sink in have you ever been in a room of 150 people much less 20 people 30 people who love you unconditionally like truly unconditionally that alone will change your life like knowing that those people are out there knowing that that type of love exists in this world is completely altering like your frequency your whole body is just like humming with love And then you go back to the real world. Like I remember the first time I went to Whole Foods after the summit, I was just like, oh, like it felt like I was just dropped in like a pool of ice water, like, or like pushed into a pool of ice water. Like it just felt so frigid and kind of like just uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, I don't know these people and I don't like some people are grumpy. Some people are, you know, giving me death glares for my outfit or like, I don't know. There's just judgment. There's judgment in the air. There's not unconditional love. And this is uncomfortable. I wouldn't say death glares. That's a little extreme, but give me dirty looks for what I was wearing, whatever. Like there's just judgment in the air. There's not that unconditional love. And it took some time to like reintegrate back into regular life, especially after going through plant medicine ceremonies. Like, Um, if any of you guys have experienced that, um, you will be familiar. It's, it's, yeah, it's like touching the divine, hanging out with pure loving consciousness and then coming back to traffic and (coughs) traffic and like rap songs and I don't know, people fighting and violence and like all the things that make life life, but it's still jarring. It's still jarring. And so I would say I'm just sort of starting to get my bearings again. Like I was on a major, major high when I first came home, like truly happier, more free, more loving than I've ever felt in my entire life. And then I was riding that high for a little bit and then I got sick. I did get COVID. I'm totally fine. I am totally healthy. My body is strong and I'm really grateful um, for how it was kind to me. It was very kind to me. And I took a lot of natural remedies and I fought the damn thing, um, pretty quickly. And yeah, Sage and I ended up getting it and I just stayed home until I tested negative. So anywho, that's not the point of this podcast. Um, but if I want, if, if anything from my experience with COVID, I would love to be an example of someone not going into it with fear. I didn't have fear when I found out I had COVID. I trusted my body. Absolutely. I trusted its power. I trusted in its health and I trusted in its ability to fight this thing because I know that I, my body is strong. And I also, um, 
yeah, I just trusted that that's what was supposed to happen for me at that moment and I would be okay. And I know that's not, that's not popular. That's not a common thing to say, but I would love to be an example of light and love, even in this darkness that is COVID because there are people out there and I am one of them that had a mild experience with COVID. COVID was gentle to them. They trusted their body, they surrendered, and they loved the whole way through it. So anyway, yeah, I got sick, and that's part of the reason why I didn't do my podcast for a while, because um, I was just chilling, resting, nourishing my body, eating lots of soup, and I also made some really cool uh, concoctions, which I will share for those of you who are interested in natural remedies. Um, I found this lady on TikTok um, Lindsay the Mystic is her username. She just popped up on my For You page. A lot of really cool alter- alternative medicine stuff on TikTok. And she shared some different like tonics and things that you can make to boost your immunity naturally. And so I made this. Basically, you cut up a bunch of ginger, um, ginger root, and cut it up, slice it up, like peel it, fill a jar with ginger, and then layer it in honey. Um, really good like quality local honey. And, um, you just put it in the fridge and let it, let it soak, let it marinate for a couple weeks and you flip it every couple days. And then about like a tablespoon of that every day, or if you're feeling sick or feeling under the weather is really good for immunity. And so I would make my little tea if I wasn't feeling like if I was feeling a little sniffly or whatever with COVID, I would just have some, um, throat coat tea, add some Sambucol, which is, um, yeah, Sambucol. It's another natural immune fighting. I think it's like Sambu- Sambucus, I think is that the berry? Oh, elderberry. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's elderberry, but it's the brand is called Sambucol. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, it's elderberry syrup, which is another natural immune boosting um, thing. And then I added some of that in my tea and then I added some of the honey ginger um, mixture into my tea and it was so delicious and just felt really nourishing. And then the other thing that I did that brought my taste back for those of you who might have gone through COVID or anyone you know if they're struggling with not having their taste because that was um, definitely a very odd sensation not being able to taste. What I did, um, again, from Lindsay the Mystic, love that girl. Um, you get three organic grapefruits, three organic lemons. You wash them off, um, rinse them off, whatever. And you take the rinds of three grapefruit, three lemons have to be organic. Um, because if they're not organic, you're just going to absorb all the pesticides that are in the rinds. So organic is important for this one. Um, and then you put the the rinds, yeah, all the rinds in the um, pot, cover it in spring water. Um, and then boil, let it bring it to a boil and then put it down to simmer and let it simmer for three hours. And then the juice, the nectar that comes from that, I just put it in a jar and then you take um, like a spoonful every day. And I swear, y'all, I swear. I mean, of course, I have no scientific proof, but well, yeah, such is life. Um, uh, I took a tablespoon of that and then the next day I woke up with my taste coming back. And every day that I took it, it came back like 25% more. So and that that's what the whole point of it was. It, it's it's a similar thing if you guys saw that trend on TikTok with burning the orange it the orange. I don't really understand that either, but I don't know. Something about the grapefruit, something about the citrus helps bring your taste back. I don't know. And again, there's no way I can prove that, but just sharing that because um I know how frustrating it was to not be able to taste. So if anybody wants to try that witchy herbal herbal natural remedy out, go for it. Um Because, yeah, this life is all about experimenting and finding what works for us. Right, fam? Right. Okay. Um, So anyway, moving on from that, that gave me, just being stuck at home, gave me the opportunity to really integrate and process and just rest. And I've been journaling my freaking ass off. I've never journaled more in my life. Journaling, 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 trying to process everything that I experienced and let's see, let let me just sum up like what I experienced in a nutshell in terms like with a few phrases. So the, these are going to be dramatic because fuck it. Um, the death of ego fear, that's one of the things I experienced. Um, which if I break it down, it means that I no longer am scared 
to speak my truth and to fully embrace that my dharma, my purpose on this earth is to serve the conscious consciousness, serve the collective and to remind people of their light. That is my dharma is to remind people of the light that's inside of them, remind them of the unconditional love that they deserve to experience. And that is already innately with them, within them. That's my dharma. So I'm here to do. And I've known that for a while, but I've been scared because of course, as I've talked about, I've been scared of people judging me. I've been scared of people unfollowing me. I've been scared of people talking shit about me, whatever. And after some of the things I experienced, that fear is gone. Um, it's gone. I really don't, it's not about me at all. (laughs) That's what I realized. It's not about me. It's, I'm just a vessel for this to move through. It's about what needs to happen and where we're going. Like it's, it's about some, something so much bigger than me. And if I can contribute even in the tiniest little way, if I allow, when I allow my fear to get out of the way, if that means I can contribute to making the world just a little bit better, of course I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to run, run head first towards my dharma because it is fucking important and that is my invitation for you guys too if you know if you know what your dharma is if you know what you're supposed to do on this earth in this life just charge run towards it with all you've got because it is so important and we need everyone we need everyone um to be living in love and living in light that is how we heal and that's how we we save the earth and save the planet and save save us and yeah, it's important. So, um, I drew a Oracle card before this podcast. Cause I was like, please like help me speak my truth and like come at it with love. And the card I drew was defend to the end, the worthwhile. And it's this beautiful image of this woman with like black, black kind of, uh, like not eyeliner, but black, stuff dripping down her eyes down her face with an owl above her with like feathers and plants and it's very very powerful and the message basically was that love love is worthwhile to be defended it's the most worthwhile it's the only thing worth fighting for and it's worth your everything you fucking got to defend love so that was a beautiful card that i drew for this (laughs) as when i um got back i ordered some i got some new uh, Oracle cards. So I have some new decks that I absolutely love. Um, let's see. So that was one of my, yeah, death of ego fear in terms of my career and in terms of speaking up and just sharing how I'm feeling. If I want to create an IG TV video for seven minutes talking about how beautiful, some, how beautiful you are, how much light you have within you, I'm just going to do it because even if I lose a hundred followers and people think I'm whack, I really don't care. Um, which is cool. I'm really excited to be in this place because I didn't think I was going to be. So that is one of the big takeaways. And the next is realizing my uh, gifts, becoming acquainted with my gifts. And um, I think every human has the potential to tap into different types of gifts. I think we all have the potential Will everyone tap into them in this lifetime? No. Um, I think, is it possible for every human to tap in? Yes. So yeah, I've, I've been feeling like I have different gifts, different abilities for a while. And I've of course experienced them before this summit experience. Um, like I've been, I've channeled messages for friends. Like I've communicated with people who've passed away. I've actually really interestingly before, um, the summit, I had an experience where I was holding one of my friend's hands who was going through a hard time and I felt energy particles coming up through her hand into my hand. And I had never experienced something like that before. And I I really did feel like I absorbed some of her sadness. And then when I got home, I was completely, completely devastated, completely filled with sadness. And I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And I got to experience a little bit of what she was experiencing. So I've definitely, yeah, tinkered with the notion that there are things that I'm here to do that are not describable in normal reality. Like (laughs) there are only certain people that are, are wanting or willing to talk about this kind of thing that does exist. 
Um, not everyone wants to see it yet or can see it or is open to seeing it, any of those things. But um, yeah, gifts, like a psychic, it's the same thing. It's the same same type of energy. So yeah, and fr- from my psychic readings too, they've told me, this, my spirit guides have told me like, you were here for a reason. You're here to share your gifts. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) But like, what does that mean and how? And through different experiences in the summit, um, I, my, my vision has become a lot more clear as well as my gifts. I had some new things activate within me that are very exciting involving energy work, which is very spot on and on point, of course, it's all in divine timing. I signed up for a Reiki training um, in September. I signed up for it a couple months ago, and it's at the end of September, and it just happens to be perfect. Like I had this energy healing activation modality. Uh, he- sorry, I said that wrong. Energy healing modality activated. <laughs> sorry, so many words, so many thoughts. Um, yeah, so I've been understanding and getting familiar with my ability to channel divine unconditional loving energy and healing through my hands and if you guys aren't familiar with reiki and energy healing in general if you're curious i would definitely recommend looking it up if you think that's some whack woo woo shit that's totally cool no worries um personally as someone who has received reiki it is such a indescribable feeling it feels incredible energy healing is like ah because everything is energy and I don't have the scientific mind to be able to explain why but everything is energy and that has been proven by science that we're all just buzzing atoms and energy and all that shit and I will be having people on my podcast from fit for service that can explain that kind of thing to you guys because my brain doesn't work like that but now I know people that their brain does work like that so excited to have them on um so yeah activating my gifts and getting in touch and in tune with them and also being being bolstered having the courage to even say that like coming home and telling some my friends hey by the way um yeah I just had like energy healing activated and um can I practice on you (laughs) having the courage to even say that because of course it is a little bit out there but yeah I I've just shared it with people that I uh could intuitively feel that they were open to receiving so yeah and then I guess let's see the third third thing the third thing overwhelmingly overwhelmingly is that love is all there is that's like such a like that's just the undercurrent to my being every single day love is all there is love is all there is everything is love you are love i am love the tree is love the cat is love the carpet's love like everything is love it's literally all there is and it is the most noble thing worth fighting for as my card said um let's see fourth thing i haven't thought about this formally but fourth thing is that uh i guess my past lives are very prevalent and important and impactful for me and that was really reinforced with different experiences I had and to me my experience is that there's so much so 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 much beyond what we can physically see with our with our eyes what we can see in this tangible reality what we what we've always known we wake up we see our room we get dressed we brush our teeth whatever like there's so much going on behind the scenes that we cannot see And whether that be the universe co-creating your perfect, just right path, even when it's hard, even when there are things that are painful and you don't think you're going to get out of it, like everything happens for a reason. Maybe it's not a good reason, but it's a reason because ultimately, ultimately it's all for the highest good, um, for the light. And ultimately everyone will end up in the light eventually oh my gosh Catherine and I smoked the other night and had a really nice high talk about what we think reincarnation looks like and souls and energy and how that all works and it was really fun um so yeah reincarnation in past lives is very very potent and prevalent to me 
And um, I definitely met quite a few people that I felt a strong past life connection to. And I believe that anyone that is in your close, close circle, anyone that you find yourself spending a lot of time with, you're just clicking with, just that underlying knowing like, oh, I know this person, like I know their heart. I trust them. They trust me. There's just this underlying feeling of knowing and recognition recognition of the person behind the, the, the skin suit, the meat, the meat suit that to me, I interpret that, um, as you've had past lives together. Like I've always felt like Catherine and I've had a lot of past lives together. I feel like I was either her mom or her older sister in a recent past life because my instincts to mother her or being big, big older sister in certain ways to her are very strong. And I like almost, I really can't help myself. Yeah. Sage and I, of course, I think we've been together in a lot of past lives and yeah, just certain people I met at the summit. It's like, Oh, like here we are again. Like, hello, (laughs) nice to meet you again, which is magical. And, um, I guess my fifth takeaway, my fifth takeaway is that I'm not alone. I am not alone. And although my perception of this reality in this world is quite different than probably the majority, (laughs) I am that woo-woo bitch. I'm out there. I am fully bought in and believing in the divine (laughs) and in everyone's higher selves and their soul's purpose. I'm completely 100% confident in that. And that's my reality. That is my truth. And that is not the truth for everyone. Everyone has their own reality and their own picture of how they see things. Everyone sees life in slightly different colors, you know? Everyone hears life in slightly different frequencies and different different um, notes. And for me, I finally found people, a large group of people, that sing the same song and the same note as me. We see life in more or less a similar lens. And that gives me so much peace and comfort because now that I'm home and things get me down and I'm feeling like, oh my God, was it all real? Was it, was it all fake? Like, I don't know, like it's so hopeless. There's so much darkness and things are so hard. Um, just knowing that these people who see the world in similar rose colored glasses, um, or similar lens, maybe not rose colored, but rainbow colored, whatever it is, knowing that they're out there doing their very best to bring light and love wherever they go, wherever they are. It's like, I feel like we all, we have a little invisible golden string connecting us all around the earth, all around the globe, wherever they are. We all have a little golden string. And now I have a community where if I'm feeling down, I can just text them and be like, Hey, like, fuck, I'm struggling. Like it's so hard today. And we can all just talk and text and jump on calls and love each other and just hype each other up and remind ourselves, remind each other why we're here and how important it really is. So that is completely priceless, completely, completely priceless. Yeah. I'm just so grateful. So, so grateful. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, hello, beautiful. I have an incredible offer from Zola to tell you about. Join 1 million couples who've planned their weddings with Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by creating everything couples need all in one place. You got wedding vendors, save the dates and invitations, free websites, a registry, and more. Zola pre-screens vendors and makes personalized recommendations based on your style, budget, and more. And Zola will start conversations with any vendor of your choice, which makes it so much smoother. Zola has hundreds of beautiful, affordable, save the day and invitation designs, and you can order free samples beforehand to get a feel for them in person. They even have a built-in registry service. You can add cash funds, experiences, and gifts all in one place. 
So basically, Zola makes one of the most stressful jobs, wedding planning, a bajillion times easier. That way you can focus on how special your day is going to be and not how difficult it is to find a vendor, pick an invitation design, or customize your registry. Go to Zola.com slash acting today and use promo code SAVE50, that's SAVE50, to get 50% off your save the dates. You can also get free personalized paper samples before you purchase. That's Zola.com slash acting promo code save 50. Thanks, Zola. And I got quite a few comments about like, is this a cult or this looks like a cult? This looks like NXIVM, Noxvium. I don't know really how to say it, but I had to look that up. I didn't know what it was. Um, Yeah, I just find it interesting that that is where people's mind goes first when you see people meditating and talking about the light and about spirituality. I just find it interesting that a cult is where that goes. And I actually, now I'm good friends with two people um, that I met in the fellowship that grew up in a cult and had to escape a cult and had to take their families out of a cult. And they can they can assure me and everyone that fit for service is nowhere near a cult because they literally lived and escaped from a cult. So, um, yeah, again, everyone just comes into life and into any situation with their own projections of how they see reality. And, um, I think some people probably were genuinely concerned and worried for me, but, um, don't you worry, darlings. I am doing, I'm doing great better than ever before. And I think the important distinction to make is that a cult leader wants you to place your power and your path to enlightenment within them. You have to go through them to get to the thing, to God, to the highest being, to love, to light, to heaven, whatever it is. You have to get through this person. Only they can bring you light. And yeah, you hand away your power to this person. Um, And any true leader, any true person worth uh, learning from, in my opinion, in a spiritual realm is someone that reminds you that all of the light and everything you could ever need in God is actually within you. They are just simply reminding you. They are they are not needed in the equation except for to remind you that it's within yourself because we all need reminders. We forget. But um, yeah, that's an important distinction to make. Like anyone who tells you that they have, you have to go through them. Oh, if you, you know, sit in meditation with me and then I teach you this and I heal you in this way and then I chant this for you and then maybe you can like, I don't know. Like it, it, it that's not, that's not the truth. It's within you. It's not in anyone else outside of you. So um, there are great teachers. There are so many great wise teachers that have so much to teach us all. But um, they too, if they are a great teacher, will remind you that it's within you already. And it has always been. Um, So yeah, wanted to clear that up if anyone was wondering that. Um, I also, a while ago, had comments that my parents' religion and spirituality is in a cult, which is also not true. (laughs) So Again, it's like what people don't understand, sometimes fear is projected onto that and um, fear and judgment and are, are often related. If you're judging someone, there's a fear behind it, um, a fear of not knowing, a fear of not understanding, a fear of, yeah, something that you can't describe. So I would just, this is my loving reminder to everyone to try to come at things with an understanding and open, compassionate heart. Um, you know, like if you don't understand something, explore that within you, like get to the bottom of it for you. Don't project that on someone else. You know, if at all possible, I know it's hard, but, um, yeah. So I guess let's see what else to talk about. Oh, I've already talked. I just looked at my um, thingy and I've been talking for 33 minutes, of course. So let's see. What else is new? Um, I have been... So I think I've told you guys that my throat chakra 
is one of my more blocked chakras. And that, it definitely feels a lot more unblocked now, but um, I've had trouble speaking my truth in the past. Whenever, sometimes when I sing, my voice gives out. Um, If I'm speaking about something that is close to my heart, my voice would give out. Um, If I, yeah, something that is like important or scary for me, my voice would give out. And I've definitely been feeling into that for a, a while now. And um, something, my throat chakra is definitely a lot less blocked than it was going through this experience. Um, and I've been told and taught that chanting and singing are a great way to help open up your throat chakra. So I got a singing bowl Um, and I don't know if you guys know about singing bowls, but they're fucking magical. They're so beautiful. And I got one. I, I went to the store and I was like wandering around, um, looking for things. And I, I wanted to get a blue one because that's the show. Uh, that's like an energy that I'm connected to recently, just blue in general. But, um, I tried the blue one and it didn't really sing for me. And of course it was a throat chakra bowl. (laughs) Didn't really sing for me, but there was this magical green bowl that just sang and sang and sang and sang for me. It's so loud, so beautiful. And so I got it and I've been uh, dancing with it, <laughs> experimenting, playing it. And it is just incredible. It's an incredible sensation. If you guys um, are curious, if you just look up singing bowls or sound healing with singing bowls, uh, if you have the opportunity to go to a sound healing with singing bowls, oh my gosh, it is incredible. So the bowls, the no, the sound that they make is tuned to a frequency that is connected to different chakras and energy centers in your body. So the one I have is a heart chakra singing bowl. So it's tuned to the frequency of our heart chakra. It's green, which is the color of our heart chakra. And so when I play it or when anyone plays it, um, it activates your heart chakra, which allows you to give love more freely and also to receive love more freely. Um, it allows you to connect to your heart, um, basically. And when I play it, I feel kind of like a tightness in my heart and my chest and also just, just love, 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 love. And I've played it for a few friends and they're like, Oh my God. Um, without me even saying it's a heart chakra, they're like, my chest feels kind of tight. Like it is, it is so, so cool. It is so, so fucking cool. Again, everything is energy. Everyone and everything is energy. Everything has its own frequency and we can tap into that. There's all these cool ass tools that are here. Like this is not a new thing. A singing bowl is not a new thing. It's actually an ancient thing. Just taken, taken us in the modern world a little while they reconnect with it over here in the US of A. So yeah, this is nothing new. <laughs> um so I've been playing it and actually got to play um Catherine to sleep the other night because she's been having trouble sleeping and we were hanging out and she started kind of like drifting off is getting sleepy and I just started playing the bowl and it's very soothing if you play it kind of quietly. It's very, very soothing. And again, it just connects you to your heart, heart center, gets you kind of out of your mind and into your body and into your heart. And, um, I played it for her and she just knocked out and I just kept playing it, playing it until I knew she was really asleep. And then I turned off all the lights in her apartment and just went home. And it made me so happy. Like when I'm able to do things like that for my friends and people I love, it literally feels so fucking good. Like there's nothing else that feels better truly for me than, than offering some type of loving healing energy to someone. It feels so, so good. And yeah, so that was really cool. And I played it for my other friend and we had this amazing meditation experience together and it's just so fucking cool. But, um, I've been practicing chanting different mantras and it's very, it's very interesting because I grew up with my parents chanting. Um, and I really resented it. I'm like, that's really fucking weird. Like, why can't you guys just go to church on Easter? Like all the other parents, like, why are you chanting Sanskrit chants in the living room right now? Like, it's so weird. So I really grew up resenting it and like pushing it away and just writing it off. And now that I'm discovering it for myself in my own terms, in my own timing, it feels really good. And it's, it's, these are sacred, holy texts, sacred words 
that have so much love and intention put into them and so much power. They've been chanted for so many years. They have so much power in them. They have so much light and so much love in them. And they can activate different parts of you and activate. There's a there's a chant for everything. There's a mantra for everything. So um, I've just been experimenting with that. And it's been really cool. And it definitely, like, it is strengthening my throat chakra. Because just how I'm speaking in this podcast, I can tell. There's, a, like, there's, there's just a difference in the way that I can speak my truth. There's a, there's a confidence and yeah, confidence and like a love behind my words that I feel like may have not been there in the past, which is really exciting. So yeah, that's really powerful. Um, so much to say. Um, I just, I think I want to end this out with talking about how life is cyclical and nothing is going to last (laughs) forever or even very long at all. We're always going through cycles. We are always, always, always changing. And something that I think our culture in the U S doesn't talk about enough is how powerful grief is. Grief is perhaps the most powerful emotion that we can experience. And something that I've just learned recently is when a new version of ourselves comes into being, a new manifestation of our dreams, of our purpose um, comes into fruition, oftentimes something else dies. And that is life. It's It's the same cycle we see everywhere. You know, flowers come into bloom in the spring through the summer and then they die in the winter. Um, It's everything is a cycle. And so are we. We are also cyclical beings, especially women. Of course, men are too, but especially women. We are so in tune with cycles. And that's one of my intentions um, is to learn more about um, my cycle. Like it's not just a period. It's 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 a cycle that if I can learn more about it and tap into it, I'm just tapping further into my intuition and my body and it's pretty cool. So anyway, that was a tangent, but I guess what I'm offering the invitation is that if you are moving through something new, you're experiencing something new, maybe it's a new job, a new relationship, a new place you're living, a new hobby or literally anything new. Um, if there is a sadness, that's okay. If something has to die, that's okay. And that's normal. So, but like leaning into feeling all the feelings with that, like honoring the you that got you this far, honoring that you and feeling the full sadness of, wow, I'm never going to be that person anymore. Like this person got me so far and I'm so grateful and I'm never going to pee that person again. Like really feeling into that and just feeling the grief, like, Maybe you have had trouble in relationships. Maybe you have even experienced abusive relationships. And so you have a lot of trauma there and your past relationships, um, maybe haven't served you. And now you've gone through some healing. You've maybe gone to therapy. You've, I don't know, done a plant medicine ceremony or whatever. And you have been able to step into a loving, beautiful relationship that serves you. Maybe stepping into a space where you can honor that person that got you to that point, honor the person that went through all those terrible relationships that hurt and were painful, honoring that person and grieving that you will never be her again. You know, like we don't ever talk about very much. We don't talk about grief. Um, there's grief in, in life at all, like all the time and it's powerful. And when there's grief and there's death, There is always, always birth and life afterwards, always. You know, when a plant dies, it gets recycled into the earth. The mushrooms and mycelium eat it up, turn it into beautiful soil that nourishes seeds and plants and animals. And it's, it's born again and it blooms again and it'll die again. And it's just, it's, it's, it will always be like that. And we are no different, you know? Something that has really been on my mind that I've talked about, which I just did an IGTV video a little bit ago, Um, like just as the butterfly, the bee, the bird, the trees, 
And those beautiful shells that are swirled in that like perfect little swirl. And you're like, how is that so perfect? Like who up there designed this like that? Like, how is it so beautiful? How is it so perfect? Like I ask you that same very question. How are you so perfect? How are you so beautiful? You are made in that exact same image. And I know that is a, it sounds familiar to me from like a Christian perspective. Like I feel like maybe that's in the Bible. I don't know. I've never read the Bible, but um, like you are made in God's image. I feel like that's in the Bible. Someone tell me if I'm, I'm wrong, but like that is true. That is the truth. You are made in the same loving image as all of these beautiful plants and waterfalls and mountains and lakes and rocks that you're like, how is that? So that's such a dope rock. Like, God, it has so many colors. Like it's shaped like that. God is so fucking dope. How did this get here? It's like, same for you. You are, you are made in that exact same divine creation. You really are. Um, just as like a beautiful flower blooms and dies and is reborn again, like it's the same with us, you know, we're the, we're the same. So that's just a reminder and yeah, ah, God, so much to say. So I suppose that leads me into my next, my next chapter, dun, 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 chapter, chapter, what chapter should this be? Chapter 33, Rohini finds her destiny, <laughs> um, or her calling, Rohini finds her calling. So yeah, my fucking dharma is to remind people of their light, specifically women, remind women of the divine feminine beauty that is within them, remind them of how much they are loved and how much love they have to give. I think my mission has been this for a while, um, where I felt most fulfilled with my career in the last couple of years has been Q and A's or these podcast episodes where I just hype you guys up and I'm like, you are fucking beautiful. You are worthy. You are worthy of so much. You know, I feel like if you guys listen to this podcast for a while, you probably hopefully have felt that undercurrent from me. Like I feel my best when I'm hyping you up and reminding you how fucking worthy and loved you are. That's when I feel my best. That's when my heart soars. That's when I express in my fullest potentials when I'm hyping you the fuck up. So, <laughs> um, I just fuck, I full sent it. I full sent it because I don't have that fear anymore. I full sent it right out of the gate and, um, a whole idea just came into my mind to host, um, a goddess circle and it's nothing, you know, new women's circles have been going on for a very, very, very long time, probably like 300,000 years. Um, <laughs> but I've never, I've never brought this type of connection to my community. And that is where I'm going. I'm going in-person connection. I'm going heart to heart connection beyond the labels, beyond the skin suits, truly seeing each other for our hearts and for our divinity <laughs> and divinity. If that word is kind of like, what is that? I, I see it as unconditional loving light. It's the creative force that creates the butterfly and the bee. It's divinity. It's pure loving light. So, um, you can swap out loving light for divinity if, if you're more comfortable with that. But, um, yeah, so I've created a goddess circle and I, my first iteration is going to be in person. It's um, going to be in Ballard in Seattle, September 9th tickets and everything are linked on my Instagram and I'll link them in this podcast too. Yeah. And we're going to have a safe container to express our hearts. And maybe you're like, what the fuck does that even mean, Rohini? Well, some of the biggest transformation moments for me happened during the summit, when I was in a space with people who loved me and who I I knew I could share, I could share the worst, ugliest parts of that that I perceived myself. I could share the times when I was insecure and acting out of anger and fear and like things I really wasn't proud of. I could share that, and I knew that they would still love me unconditionally, no matter what. Like being in a room like that, where it's so safe to express and it's so safe to be loved and receive love and give love. That is, it is so transformational. It is so fucking transformational. And that is where the future, the future lies, back in community, back in people caring for each other and seeing each other as the, the loving beings they are, not trying to divide, 
not trying to put labels on everything, not seeing our differences, but seeing our similarities. Um, that's how we come together. And I want to offer that to my community because I love you guys. So, um, and I just see it. Like I see it within all of you. I've talked to so many of you and I know, I know, I know, I know that you are here for a reason and you're here to love. And yeah, I just want to connect with you guys. So basically the goddess circle, we will be gathering and we will have a nice cozy room set up. It's going to be hosted in this beautiful yoga studio in Ballard. We're going to have a bunch of candles going. We're going to have sage the place, um, cleanse out any negative energy, allowing all the great, pure, loving energy to come in. Um, also have some Palo Santo going in there and we're going to sit around in the circle and get to know each other. Um, I'm going to open it up with some introductions, but I'm going to start it off with breath work. So yeah, we're going to get into breath work. I'm probably going to bring my singing bowl. <laughs> going to get into some breath work, which if you've never done breath work, that's totally fine. I'm going to lead everyone through it. It's going to be very gentle. And then we're going to drop into a guided meditation and visualization. We're going to call in a certain woman within us that is going to be very useful for the rest of the goddess circle. So after that, we'll introduce ourselves, kind of get to know each other. Um, and then I'm going to lead everyone in a writing workshop because words are a tool. Words are one of our best tools and words are a great way to connect our mind and our spirit because we can read it. Like we can just let it flow out of us. We can let spirit flow out of us on the paper. We can let our soul flow out of us on the paper. We can let our fears flow out of us on the paper and then we can read it, process it, absorb it. And it takes on a whole new potency. I mean, if you guys are, if you guys journal, if you guys have a journaling practice or manifestation practice, if you write poetry, you know what I'm saying? Like putting pen to paper is, is a sacred act. It is a beautiful act. And one of my favorite quotes I heard recently is a poet is only as good as his truth. So we are all poets. We are all poets in our life. And, um, the only thing required for a poem to be a poem is that it's the truth. It's your truth. So it doesn't have to rhyme. doesn't have to look one way or another. It's just has to be true. And that's what I'm going to offer is a space for people, women, these lovely goddesses to go inside, reflect on certain parts of them that they may have hidden away or that may have been keeping them small and keeping them from living their truth, from living their dreams to go in there, kind of get to know it, inspect it, and then put it down on paper in a way that expresses their truth. And then with the opportunity to share that to other women who will lovingly receive them, um, it's really powerful. So taking a concept of fear from just being this thought floating around in your mind to then putting it down on paper in words that are truth to then sharing it verbally out loud to a room of people who love you unconditionally. It is so, so fucking powerful. And I want to just offer that because I don't know about you guys, but for instance, like if you've ever had a sleepover with some of your best friends and you talk, you stay up late laying in bed talking until like three in the morning, just talking, talking, talking. And you're just looking at each other on the pillow and you're so excited to share your heart and share your truth. And you're loving each other. You're hugging, you're crying. And you know that it's safe to share. Like, aren't those some of the best nights you've ever had? Those are the nights that you connect more deeply with this person. That's that you're with, that you call a friend. Like when we connect in that way, it really, it's really transformational. Um, and I want to offer that. So yeah, that's going to be the on or the in-person goddess circle September 9th. And I hope to host them regularly. And with each one, I hope to get like, have it down even more, offer more cool things. And my, my dream, 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 which I've already even said this before the summit was, but is to host retreats. So this goddess circle is the first, the first step towards hosting retreats. Um, so I'm really fucking excited and I would be so grateful if you join me. So, um, if any of you guys are listening to the podcast and you are in Seattle and you want to come, 
um, I would love to offer you guys a 25% off discount on the coat on the tickets. So if you just put in, um, AMA 25 into the discount code option on Eventbrite, then you will get 25% off. So I would love to have you guys. I really, really, really am excited about this and, um, would love to hug you and see you in person. So there's that. And then I shared that idea and a lot of, um, you guys, my followers, um, were sad because they don't live in Washington. So I was like, shit, maybe I should just do this online. So then I kind of thought about it for a while. I meditated and just tapped in and literally a whole course, a whole curriculum just poured out of me straight from spirit to paper. That's how I put it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's channeled. It's like Rohini steps aside and this information comes through. That's how it feels. I don't know if you guys have ever had moments like that. Maybe when you're writing or painting or singing or dancing, it's like, this person just stepped aside and something magical just came through, like something flowed through. I'm also offering an online goddess circle that starts September 1st, seven weeks, seven hour long group calls every Wednesday, starting at 5.30 PM Pacific time, my time. Um, so 8.30 East coast time. So yeah, seven, seven magical weeks. And the theme is connecting to your divine feminine which is your feminine powerful sensual energy it's 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 you when you're dancing it's you when you're painting it's you when you're writing it's you when you're laughing it's you when you're gardening it's you when you're creating it's you when you're expressing that is your divine feminine it's you without fear just creating to create because it feels fucking good that is your divine feminine and uh, so this curriculum will be connecting with that essence within you. And then also connecting to your warrior goddess, your warrior goddess. Um, because I was able to connect with my, my warrior self, which highly recommend naming your warrior self. Mine is Evangeline. <laughs> because when you put a name to these different parts of yourself, these different aspects of your personality, you can kind of connect with them more. It's called parts work. It's a, it's a whole type of, um, it's a whole like psychotherapy system called internal family systems. I've talked about it before, but, uh, anywho, I digress back to the plot. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be cultivating our warrior goddess selves and your warrior goddess self is who goes after what she wants. It's as simple as that. Like she is fearless in her pursuit of her dreams and her passions. That is your warrior goddess self. And we all have one within us. Um, and it would be my absolute pleasure to help you connect with that warrior goddess. To help you connect to your dreams and uh, get you just like a little bit further on your path. And again... I'm not the one that's necessary to do this. It is all in you. I am just just gently reminding you of the power that you already hold and you have always held within you. I'm not giving you power. I am reminding you of your own power. So um, each week we'll start out with breath work, guided meditation and visualization, some positive affirmations, and a way to open the container um, and just connect on our in our, in our hearts. And then each week <laughs> I'll be sharing like a, not like a lecture, but sort of, I'll be sharing some material. I'll be sharing some writing and some things that I've learned and some of my stories. And then after that, we will go in to writing prompts and it will either be letter writing or poetry writing, um, to different parts of ourselves and places that we might be keeping ourselves small and also places where we can lean into to be bigger, to use our voices to go after what we want. So, um, yeah, there will be a lot of writing and I did have a question like, is, I thought this was spiritual. It just seems like a writing, writing course, something kind of like that. So yes, it, there is going to be writing because I believe in the power of words so, so, so much, but everything is held in a very spiritual container. Like we will be connecting with our, our divine, our divine selves. Um, and that is inherently spiritual. So yeah. And also the, the breath work and the meditation and just how I will be speaking is going to be very spiritual. Um, 
And there's no requirement, like you don't have to, you know, be going to yoga regularly or meditating or doing breath work or you don't have to know about spirituality at all. All that is required for this is a loving heart and an open mind and a willingness to look within yourself. That's all that's required. Um, Yeah, so it's going to be a magical seven weeks and each week has a different theme. I don't want to give too much away because I want to save the magic secret sauce for the curriculum. Um, But I'm so fucking excited, you guys. Like this is my dharma. This is what I'm meant to do. And this... It feels so good and I just see so much potential, like so, so, so much potential with this. And it would truly be my honor to work with you guys and meet you and connect with you. And I'm going to be sharing some vulnerable shit, like really though, really, really vulnerable shit in there. And I would love to be vulnerable and share my fears and my different childhood stories and places I'm keeping myself small. I would love to share that with you in hopes that it inspires you to connect and want to share those things too. Um, So we're going to be getting real deep. We're going to be getting to know each other on a very personal level, um, which is really exciting because I feel like the reason why I've always known that the online stuff, influencer stuff, I've always known that it's not my, my dharma, my calling, because it's not, it's hard to go beyond the surface because it's just online. Like I'm not actually talking to you. I'm not seeing your expressions. I'm not feeling your energy. I'm not seeing your smile or your tears or anything. It's just, it's just a comment or it's just, you know, a rating or it's just a thumbs up. Like it's very removed and I'm looking for that real connection where we can actually see each other for who we are see beyond see beyond the skin suit and see who we really are so i am so excited and again if you guys are listening and you're interested in signing up for the goddess circle um you only have a few days because <laughs> this podcast i think is coming out on the 25th so you have six days to sign up signups close the 31st and it begins on the first um I would love to offer you same discount, acting my age 25 for 25% off the um, course. And if you can't afford it, please DM me. Um, I have been giving a lot of different options to people. I really want everyone who wants to be in it to be allowed, to be allowed, (laughs) to be allowed in. Yeah, to be let in. I want everyone to come in to it and enjoy. If you want to be there, I want you there. So um, that is that. Also forgot to mention that within the curriculum, um, you will have a hour long one-on-one with me. So we have seven group calls and then one hour long one-on-one where it's just you and me and we're going to talk and we can talk about anything you want. Or if you don't know what you want to talk about, we can, um, I'm going to have like plenty of prompts. So if you're like, fuck, what am I going to talk about? or I don't know what to say, or I'm shy or whatever, like, don't worry, I'm going to have plenty of different prompts that we can talk about. But if there is a certain thing that you want to talk with me about, we can totally do that too. So, um, it's just going to be a really great way to, again, connect, go deeper with you guys one-on-one, which is so exciting. I cannot wait. Um, yeah. And if you cannot make any of the calls because they will be at the same time every week, if you can't make one of the calls, if something comes up or you have something already scheduled, Don't worry because all the calls are going to be recorded and will be emailed out to you that you will just, you can have access to them forever and ever to watch and um, go over the material again and again. So I'm so excited about this, you guys. Oh, I just like, there almost isn't even words to convey how excited I am. And I just want to put it out there that this creation, this goddess circle, this idea is purely purely to serve your highest self and my highest self like it is there is no other intention behind it than to like help like serve the collective and I believe when we connect with ourselves and we explore what's within us we heal things we tap into our power we recognize that we're divine. We start to love ourselves more. And when we do that, we can see the divinity in others and we start to love others more. And when we love others more, that's when we start to heal. And that's when the the vibe gets raised. That's when like 
magical things happen when we love each other. And, uh, that's, that's what it's all, that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. So yeah, this, this is offered to you with the purest of intentions. And I hope that you can feel that in the way that I'm speaking. I've never done anything that felt more right in my life. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I love you guys so, so much. So, so fucking much. And if you are still here on this journey with me, you're still vibing with what I'm saying because I know it is very different from what, I, what I've what i talked about in the past. When I started this podcast, I had no fucking idea it was going to go here, but such is life. And if you're still here and you're vibing and you are down, <laughs> I love you. Like, I fucking love you, bitch. I love you. Let's go. We got so much work to do and it's going to be so fun. Also hard, but so fun. And uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Love you guys. Um, If you're interested in the goddess circle, check it out. I'll link it all down below. Don't forget to use the discount code if you want. And I will see you next week. So nice to be back. I love you. 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 Sending so much good energy to you right now through this microphone just washing you in so much love and light reminding you of how incredible you are (laughs) and yeah how perfect you are how perfect you are truly and how much good you will do on this earth just reminding you that washing you in that feeling knowing that you are divine and i love you okay see you next week bye